Welcome to Connection Strategies with Ron Zukenik, helping people in business embrace the power of connection. And now here's your host, Ron Zukenik. Hey, welcome to Connection Strategies. I'm Ron Zukenik, and hey, I'm so glad you can join us. And I, not even a question whether we've got lots to share with you. Now, yo, today is really the second in a series, a second in a series where I bring together thought leaders, subject matter experts, and people that are passionate about the connection process. And and as I've said early, early on, that the connection between you and me is between you, me, and something else. What's that something else? And how can I get to all things LinkedIn? How can I make it happen online and then connect to people offline? I'm, I'm back with Donna Sedula. Now, for those that don't know Donna, she helps people embrace technology and build strong personal brands. She's been blogging over 10 years. She's built the first website in 96. She had me beat by one year. Uh, in the first part with Donna, we talked about the concept of a LinkedIn profile. And, and of course, she's the bestseller author of LinkedIn Makeover, Personal Secrets to a Powerful LinkedIn Profile. By the way, don't forget to take advantage of a company page. Donna can help us with that. But her new book is what I'm really focusing on, LinkedIn Profile Optimizations for Dummies. And I'll tell you, what an unbelievable book, Donna. Well, hey, w welcome. Welcome to part two, Donna. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm happy to be here again. Oh, my God. Again, I know. I, 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 and we'll get you back even more times, hopefully. But, I, but I'll tell you, optimization. Look, the fact is, I got a completed profile. That's what everybody tells me. Or at least that's what they think. Big deal. The question is, could they be found, right? Uh, help me out on this, Donna. Uh, when you talk about optimization, is it very similar to how I optimize for search engine optimization on a, for a website as I would on a LinkedIn profile? In some ways, it is similar. In other ways, it's almost like you were optimizing for the old AltaVista hotpot <laughs> of search <laughs> engines of the past with, with the huge reliance on, on keywords and, and keyword repetition. Um, but it, it is similar. It, it, but here's the thing, you know, with, with LinkedIn, when we optimize, we're not necessarily optimizing for that Google search as much as we're optimizing for those broad keyword searches, recruiters, hiring managers, HR professionals are doing on LinkedIn every single day. So, okay, so that's specifically if I'm in a, a job search or a transition, correct? Yeah, or, or if you provide a service because there are people out there who are in pain, they need your help, they don't know your name, but they do know that they've got these issues or they have these needs. And so in those situations, people are typing in keywords. So it could be, you know, real estate developer. It could be, uh, you know, accountant. So it, it doesn't have to necessarily be a situation where a person is looking just for a job. It could be for sales and prospecting. So, so let me ask you. So I think the key question then is, you know, what are people looking for? What are they searching for? For instance, in the state of Indiana, there's no such thing as a real estate agent, but they're all called real estate brokers. But yet consumers might be looking for a real estate agent, real estate advisor, real estate consultant. So are you saying then from the standpoint of optimization on LinkedIn that I should put in everything that potentially people might be looking for? 
Yeah, absolutely. One of one of uh, one of the stories that I always remember um, because it was always so very powerful to me. I had a client who'd come to me, and she'd reached out because she wasn't getting found. She had tons of connections. She had, you know, she'd put a lot of time and effort into her profile, and yet her phone never rang. She was never getting found. She was not receiving many views, nor was she receiving many messages on LinkedIn. And she said, what am I doing wrong? And when I looked at her profile, I noticed the only way that she referred to herself was as a CPA. That was it. It just said CPA at her her company. And, And I said to her, I said, you know, Regina, how do your clients refer to you? I don't care about how you refer to yourself. What do you, how do, you, what do your point. clients call you? And she said, well, they, they call me. Sometimes they call me their accountant. Sometimes they call me their bookkeeper. I don't like that, but they call me their bookkeeper. Some call me uh, their, their, their QuickBooks expert. Other times people call me their, their tax guru. I said, well, those are the words we need to start optimizing oh, for because that's probably what they're typing into LinkedIn, not CPA. And as soon as we went in and we started to optimize, <laughs> we started to use those terms organically, organically, Ron, not in any, um, you know, bulleted list, not in any, um, you, know, you know, overly repetitive way, but we just naturally and organically started to tell her professional story and we utilized those keywords and we put them into different areas that are very sensitive, certain sensitive fields within the profile. And before you knew it, she started to pop up a little bit more and she started to get more views and she started to get more hits and suddenly people started to reach out and her phone started to ring. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, by the way, everybody that's listening, uh, I think in the last quarter, and you, and certainly you know this, Donna, I think LinkedIn stated that there were 40, last quarter of 2016, there were 47 billion page views, 47 wow. billion page page views. And and so you'd have to know that the number one activity on LinkedIn is people searching for people. And and I'm really interested in, in something, Donna. Help me out with this. So so I know that I get a completed profile. So you know the, the more complete I make it, the the more looks I'll get. If I have a picture, it's more likely people will potentially want to connect with me. That's a connection strategy. But I really want to get so look I the fact is, is I can do my own keywords or I can hire a service like you to, to do that with your team. But where do you put these keywords? I mean, uh, uh, just throw, tell us, where, do, where does everybody put all these keywords on their profile? So you want to inject keywords strategically and you want to put them in a number of different places. So the very first place is your headline. Your headline is very sensitive. Yes, it should also have a benefit statement. It should showcase your value, but it should include keywords. So definitely in that headline area. You want to make sure that as you're writing your summary, I've already said it before, but you're organically massaging those keywords into your summary. You're using it as part of the narrative. You're just using those keywords. Put that into the summary. And then you want to make sure that in the job title, that area is very sensitive. So in addition to your job title, go ahead, add a couple more keywords there. It doesn't have to necessarily be a, a um, part of your job title, but you can put a little dash or a little star and then put a couple keywords in there. That works very well. I will tell you one of the most sensitive areas for search within the LinkedIn realm is an area that you can't really edit too much, and that is the company name. I have seen it where if a person 
changes their company name to something that really matches their keywords, they absolutely rock it up to the top of the search results. But unfortunately for most of us, we can't really change our company name. So even though that's great and oh, that's sensitive and fantastic, it's not something that a lot of us can use. But you do want to put it into your job descriptions as well. But again, I highly, I highly suggest do not just you know, one after the other in a bulleted list. Don't do that. It's boring. You really do want to naturally use it organically in your narrative. Just, just use those words in, the sensitive, in, in, a, sen- in a sentence. <laughs> so use those words in a sentence, and you'll find that by doing it in that manner, your profile will pop up higher than the search results. Uh, hey, I'm talking to Donna Sadula, good friend, LinkedIn expert, uh, really understands the concept. And uh, by the way, Donna, th- how, how the heck did you write over 300 pages in LinkedIn profile optimization for dummies? My God, who, uh, this must have taken forever. It, it took a good six months, <laughs> I will tell you that. And it was so funny. When Wiley Publishing came to me, they, they said, we really would love to have a book just on LinkedIn profile optimization. We think that there's a market for it. And they said, we know you're the person to do it. They said, but is there enough content to fill over 300 pages? Duh. And I said, I said, absolutely. I said, without a doubt, we will actually be cutting back because there is so much that a person can do and say when it comes to their LinkedIn profile. Oh, there's no doubt. Look, when we talk about optimization, everyone, we're, we're talking about an action that you can take of making the most effective use of any situation or resource. So there's not even a question that if you think you're just going to get a completed profile, <laughs> you're missing the boat. you got to get it optimized. Question, Donna, help me out on this. Uh, am I doing the same thing on my company page? Of course, I gain access to a, a free company page on LinkedIn. So am I using the same formula with a company page as I'm using with my uh, individual profile? It's similar. It is similar, but they are structurally different. So you have a description, and you'd want to use those keywords there. Uh, There's also a specialty section within the the company page. So you can actually list those babies out just like you would as like the skills section on your LinkedIn profile. And then you have, um, you have the spotlight pages. And so, or I'm sorry, the showcase pages. And, and in right. those situations, you can, you can you know, work on putting those keywords in there as well. It's, it's really about being strategic, but not obnoxious. Yeah, people don't know that, though, do they? Most people don't know you've got showcase pages. They don't even know what we're yeah. talking about. Let's make sure they understand. Uh, tell them. T- tell them what we're talking about. Sure. They don't know they can do this. Yeah, so with your company page, you can have child pages. And child pages are areas that you can actually broadcast filtered updates from. So a person might say, well, look, you know, I don't want to follow all of, you know, Microsoft, but I'm really interested in just their Microsoft Office updates. And so that would be the showcase page that they would subscribe to, that they would follow. So it's a way of filtering out your broadcasted updates. So a person who's interested in a particular area of your business can get just that information. Say no to AOL and Hotmail addresses. Help me out, 
Donald, what, uh, believe it or not, you're telling me my email address tells people a lot about me. Is that true? It is true. It is so, true. And I think there is a discrimination out there. <laughs> and maybe it's one that we should fight or maybe it's one we should embrace. But if you have a Hotmail address or you have an AOL <laughs> address and you have it pasted within your, your LinkedIn profile, people are going to see you as being a little bit backwards. <laughs> You know, there are people that still pay for their AOL address. <laughs> I'm, I'm finding people every so often. I'm telling you, if you don't have to pay, you don't have to pay. Remember, we used to dial in on that. I mean, you go back to 96. Oh, my do God. you remember the old modem sound? It still gives you fun. <laughs> hey, Donna, you've done something which I was so, so blown away by it. Uh, you, uh, For many people that are listening to this, you probably, by now, I guess everybody's got the new user interface, right, Donna? Wouldn't you say? That 100% I, I of the believe world has it? Everyone has it. Everyone yeah. has it. But but I'll tell you, you did something. And I don't know if you still have Well, you, I'm sure you still have it. I have it somewhere. But Donna, piece by piece, came up with all the di- distinctions between the old platform and the new platform. Because I know some of you are confused. You you hate it or you love it. Donna, what is what was that call that you put together at one point? Yeah, it's it's my visual guide to the new LinkedIn interface, and it's available <laughs> on my website, oh, makeovercom But it's also available if you go to my LinkedIn profile or if you go to any of my blog entries. I'm always posting it there. But it is. It's a PDF. It's an ebook. It's totally free. And everything visually is presented with arrows so you can see what the old interface looked like and what the new interface looks like. And I went painstakingly by screen by screen, and I checked to see what's there, what's missing, what's new, what's, what's not so new. And everything is, is recorded, and people love it. It has been downloaded thousands of times. It amazes me. No, no, it's a great document. I, I read that and I said, man, I'm learning all this stuff. You, you see, that's what people always ask me. They say, Ron, you, you know so much about LinkedIn. How do you learn it? And, and I say, well, I just study it. I read it. I, I listen to people. I talk to my friend Donna whenever she's nice enough to take my call. But, uh, <laughs> of course, you're friendly, Donna. I know that. So uh, let me ask you this. I've, I've got, you know, you, uh, you I, I love what you say on your own personal Profile, you know Donna Sedula, S S E R D U L A, right? Am I did I spell that correctly? You got it. You yeah, got that it. everybody can find Donna uh, easily. Uh, you may not be able to get connected because she's got thirty thousand of them. But um, but here's what uh, Donna, you always tell people on your on, on your profile that if you like how spiffy my profile looks, you can copy and paste this. You got all these symbols, these unicodes. My question is, does that play in? Put it, spiffing it up, uh, does it actually play into the optimization process at all, or it cannot be picked up by the, by the uh, algorithms? That is, a, that is a great question, and I don't believe that it helps or hinders uh, the, the optimization of your profile. But what it does do is it makes it so much easier for your reader to look at your profile, see the individual keywords, really, you know, see the information in a manner that's, and, and believe me, I'm, I'm, I know some people will 
take a star and a square and a circle and a crown and they'll put it all over the profile. And, and I do believe that less is more. So, so yes, I, I love it when I see people taking the symbols, but you have to do it in a, in a, in a, in a very conservative type of way. Don't go overboard. But when done in, in the right way um, with, some, with some restraint, it works really well because it makes your profile pop. It's easier to read. And it really does. It makes that person who's reading it feel feel better about you. And and if you've done your job, Very maybe good. they'll even reach out and give you a call. Look, it, it, we know how important it is that, that uh, keywords, keywords, uh, uh, that's part of the optimization process. So is there, a, uh, is there a turnkey solution, Donna, that you would recommend to people if they wanted to do it themselves where they can go to figure out the keywords? Or, or is it yeah. – because uh, I know you offer that. I, I know you do that. But – but let's see what we can give back to the audience for a moment. What would yeah, you recommend? There's, there's a number of different places a person can go to figure out their keywords. So if you're in, if you're in uh, sales and marketing and you have a profile that you're writing uh, because you want to attract more business, in that situation, go to your company's website and look to see the keywords that they use because they've already spent the oh. money on, on optimization. Oh, that's so, interesting. Good. Yeah, so go to, go to your company's website and, and you know, look at the, the code <laughs> that drives that website. Look at the HTML. See what those, those keywords Got it. are. Got it. And what that's a, a great way move. to go there. Now, if, let's say you're a job seeker, Ron. And so you're not really selling a product or a service. You're really selling yourself, and, and you're, you're looking, you're trying to align with, with job opportunities for different job titles. In that situation, what you want to do is first take a look at your resume and see what are the core competencies that you've listed. Once, once you do that, then what I would suggest is think in terms of what that next practical step is for you. What is that next job? What does that next position look like? And then Google LinkedIn, or I'm sorry, Google, Google <laughs> for uh, job descriptions, job descriptions for that specific position. It doesn't have to be job descriptions that are currently open. They could be, you know, they could be older ones. Okay. They could be ones for companies that you're not even all that huh. interested in. But most job descriptions for specific positions are very similar. And so look at those job descriptions and see what words are repeated. See what those strengths are. See what those core competencies are. That is a great way to determine your keywords. Hey, I, I want everybody to know that we're, we're recording this on, on May 11th. I'm telling you it's May 11th, 2017. Donna, I'm going to put you on the spot. I need something exclusive for the podcast. I need something that you – because you're such a thought leader and such a creator – of, of understanding this process of social selling and, and all things LinkedIn. Give me something that you've never told anybody that our audience can listen to. Make up something good that's relevant. <laughs> you know, that's I, relevant. I, I will tell you something that I rarely ever mention in interviews. I rarely ever mention, mention on podcasts. And I, and I rarely even mention it when I'm presenting to groups on LinkedIn. And that is Ooh. a secret part of optimization is the freshness of your profile. Ooh. And so don't think that just because you optimized it and you wrote it back in 2013 that it's still going to stay high in the search rankings. The truth of the matter is oh. the older your profile gets, the lower it starts to drop. And oh. so what you want to do is re you know, keep freshening it up. You don't have to do a lot. You can just change a period, add a word, you know, exchange something. 
but just little edits oh, will actually buoy your profile in search. And it's something that no one ever talks about. But if you think about it, it makes perfect sense because LinkedIn wants to deliver good, accurate, timely profiles to people who are searching. So make sure that is your profile, that it's timely, that it's accurate, and it's been updated recently. Wow. I, I love that. And Donna, to, to be honest, uh, how often do you freshen up your profile? Uh, once every three years. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know, I, I try to get in there once a month. I try yeah. to get in there once a month. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. Hey, hey. by the way, I'm, I'm talking to, to a friend, a, a thought leader, a, a lady that's so passionate about making a difference for people on LinkedIn. Listen, if you're not embracing the power of LinkedIn, you're missing out. So so who is Donna, for those that forgot? Uh, an author of about three or four books, one of them in part one of this podcast, LinkedIn Makeover, Professional Secrets for a Powerful LinkedIn Profile. She can help supercharge any LinkedIn company page. And today we've been talking about LinkedIn profile optimizations. I, I hate to use the word for dummies because – there's so many smart people don't get it, Donna. And mm. I'll tell you, you, you put a book together and I was looking at it and I was reading it and reading it and reading it. I'm saying she just keeps going and going and going. And I'll tell you, I'm busy, Donna. I don't have any time. I, I don't have any time for the profile. Uh, I don't have any time. Well, I meet people that don't and optimize. So the fact is, if you're lazy and you want to get optimized, Donna, can they call you? Can they reach you somehow? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> if, if you're busy, if you don't have the time, or maybe it's just because writing about yourself is hard and it's uncomfortable and you feel weird doing it. Well, don't feel weird any longer. You can outsource this crazy task to the experts. Just visit my profile or actually visit my website, linkedin-makeover.com, or just give me a call, 215-839-0008. Wow. Two two one five eight three nine zero 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 eight. And then of course yeah. Donna also has a speaking website. If I'm correct, it's Donnasedula.com. Am I you am got I thinking it. really? Yeah. And then Donna at LinkedIn-makeover.com, or I'm sure it's Donna at Donnasedula.com. Uh, by the way, you can find this this uh, podcast on my website, which is Ron Sukenik. S-U-K-E-N-I-C-K.com, or you can go to podcastnradio.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes, and I'm always reachable at 317-696-1367. You know, Donna, we did this in the first part. I want to do it in the second part. I always want to leave the listening audience thinking about something. Uh, I call them thinking points for connecting forward, and Donna, what thinking point can you leave the audience today? I think for today, because we've covered, are you there? I am. Oh, got it. I heard a click. I was certain. <laughs> I know my heart keeps dead. pumping. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to keep going, David. I'm so sorry. Um, my, what was it? Thinking point? Was that how you refer to it? <laughs> yeah. Thinking, thinking point. point. Okay. We got to think about it. <laughs> So my thinking point, Ron, is because we are dealing with optimization of your LinkedIn profile, really think about those keywords. Don't just assume that you know what people are using. Really sit down and, and get, get a notepad, get a pencil, and just start jotting down 
you know, what, what is it that you do? What are your strengths? If a person was to describe you and they didn't know your name, how would they do it? What are those words? What are those strengths? What are those core competencies? What are those applications? What do you do better than everyone else? What is that value? Write it down and boom, you're going to have your keywords. You're going to want to put them right throughout your profile. And before you know it, you're going to have more views. You're going to have more opportunities. And LinkedIn is going to make sense because you're going to find success. Wow. Well said. Thank you so much, Donna. And uh, uh, by the way, please connect with Donna. When I needed to get my profile done, when I needed to get my profile optimized, I went to LinkedInMakeover.com. Thank you so much, Donna. We'll hope to see everybody back. We'll be back every week, and we're going to have unbelievable people on this podcast, so stick around. Thank you so much, Donna. Thank you, Ron. Thanks for listening to Connection Strategies with Ron Zukenik. To learn more about Ron Zukenik and the work he does as speaker and trainer, visit ronzukenik.com. This podcast is powered by David Wolf and podcastandradio.com.